This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 23 of the Fantasy Football Luton Digital Podcast. We return after quite a long break. There hasn't been a pod in a few weeks due to an international break, and we didn't do a pod for the game week before that. Thanks for the introduction, Sam. Uh, Absolutely delighted to be here once again, uh, episode 23, as you say, and a lot has happened. In uh, the last few days, certainly. Sam Owen uh, has blown his lead. Uh, Danny Morgan, obviously the man to catch. And a few contenders who we can't rule out, including maybe somebody who is joining you in the pod tonight, Sam. Maybe sitting opposite you. lot to talk about in this pod. Looking forward to it. been quite a um, long time since the previous game week so I will keep this quite short but it's been quite last game week was quite um very very low scoring a massive waste for players who used their free hit in 31 since the average was only 26 and um for players who free hit in 31 I imagine they have not scored a ton of points out of all the um premium option out of all the um the main template options, I would say that only Mane was the one who turned up. And um, this is, I can say that Danny Morgan, Alex Perry, Mark Burrows and David Todd all used free hit out of the um, top players, while Evan Weeks wildcarded, which is a bit of a strange move, but he did get a shed load of points in that game week. Yes, I think you're right, Sam. Um, Some very, very strange decisions there. Uh, But time will tell. It's not paid off for them. We know that a lot of the canny managers, I mean, spoiler alert, are planning some sort of big move in this game week we look ahead to tonight. I can't wait, Sam. Manager of the Week. This week's Manager of the Week is in fact a tie between Darren Greaves, Caden Claims It and Danny Morgan, the Pharaohs and they're both tied on 52 points each. We'll have a look at their teams. Danny Morgan's points, he free-hitted this week and got quite a decent score although probably not a good enough score to justify free-hitting in my opinion. He of course captained Mane, he had Sigurdsson and Digne which surprising since Everton played Chelsea however they did pay off I must say and um Darren Greaves team I'll just get to that now he captained Mane he's 325 points off the lead he is now he went up one place as a result of that uh, performance to rise to 21st in the rankings captain Mane I think I said that vice captain Hazard and obviously played his free hit. Sam, back to you to talk us through the Greavesy team. Um, yes, the um, Darren Greaves team had Rondon and Firmino, who both scored points. 
and the money captain as well so not not a bad effort there but still not good enough for a free hit in 31 in my opinion i think it would have been better to save free hit for 32 and in um second place for manager of the week we have to say mr evan weeks our australian friend with one point off being it's true sam but come on let's put these results into context this is a guy who wild carded and 52 points, I'm thinking I'm right in saying, is one of the lowest game week winning scores of the season. So we're talking about a very, very poor scoring game week. Anyone who played their world card or their free hit uh, basically wasted it. I would like to give a shout-out to Mr Thomas Durrani just for some very imaginative captaincy and vice-captaincy here. Captain Mane, but first time this season, we we get to see Almiron the new Newcastle uh, midfielder, as his vice-captain. And it's that sort of management, I think, will do him well in future. Anything more to say, Sam, about the manager of the week? Otherwise, we'll move on. No. League table. Back into first place is Danny Morgan with his 52 points we just mentioned a minute ago. He is um twenty seven. Twenty yes, twenty seven clear of Sam Owen who only scored nineteen. Tell us about the manager in third place, Sam, and, and how you assess this guy's chances for the winning the title and possibly retaining the title. Um third place we have former special Steve, who um I don't think there's any hope of him winning the title. Bit of a lucky manager, if I'm honest. And um, he's in third place, but he isn't too far off um, Danny Morgan with um, 17.82. In fourth place is still Alex Perry. He's, he's stagnating a bit, Mr. He's dropping, Perry. actually, Sam, because since the last pod, when he was second, he's now fourth. Yes. Um, in fifth, up to fifth and, is... by the way, his free hit has gone. Off to fifth place is Mark Burrows. As Mark Burrows got his free hits. Forty then. points. He did. He also used his free oh hits dear, this Mark. week. What a mistake to make! And then in sixth place is Ollie Gunners, who didn't use free hits. He didn't. And this is a man who we must respect. I, I will stick my neck out here. I think Doward will go top three this season. He'll go top three. Seventh is Delphin Safety with a big score of 49. He also used free hit. Um, and eighth place, Evan Weeks, who wildcarded, got 51. I've got, I have to say, I don't quite understand the wildcard move there, Mr. Evan Weeks, our Australian friend. And in ninth place, Haggerston United, got to say, pretty impressive score, 44, without yeah. using a free hit. Impressive. Well, he didn't use a free hit compared to loads of the other managers, so I would say it's What Tom's done impressive. well there, and full respect to the man, is he's kept his his weapons in his in his arsenal. So, uh, credit. Gillian Smith, intent, Sam. Do you know her team value? 99 million. I'm not quite sure how that's happened, because um, she doesn't make a lot of transfers. But she's 168 off the lead. This is one of her. This is going to be her highest place finish since uh, she won the trophy several years ago. Tell us about this new manager I'm seeing in 11th place, who's mounting a little bit of a comeback and is now just 
179 off the lead. I have to say, this week my team did pretty awful. Not a single player returned for me. Just multiple, one, two, 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 um, four, because the captain, two, two, two. A lot of twos, a lot of twos. 21 points. I did manage to field um, 10 players, but multiple managers this game week fielded like four or five and got a higher score than me due to the Mane captain. But overall, not a very high scoring game week, so I haven't lost too much ground. And down to 12th, finally, is um, Patrick Cunningham with a pretty... Yes, um, Patrick Cunningham had one, two... Three, four players playing this game week and scored a massive eight points. <laughs> Paul, Paul, Patrick, and he is a big Arsenal fan. Now uh, we've got some stats here about chip usage analysis as of game week thirty-one, and we can make some predictions as who is chipping in thirty-two. But we'll come back to that later. Now Evan Weeks, God bless him, uh, he played the wild card last game week. Um, you may think, Sam, that he's going to free hit 32. Can I tell you that he won't be able to because he actually free hitted surprisingly, in game week 25. You may think, coming with all the double game weeks, he's going to bench boost. No. The Australian has blown his bench boost in game week 20. Just has the triple captain left. Phil Dupuy uh, is also free hitted. He free hitted in game week 4 and he, and he wild carded last week. Um, the, we had eight managers who free-hitted last week. Danny Morgan, Alex P, Mark B, we talked about Dave T, Cameron, Neil, Kieran, Darren, and Graham Matthews. So a lot of the guys there have free-hitted. Obviously, we've got some big beasts who haven't. All eyes on what Sam Owen does this week. Should we talk about that now or should we leave it to later in the show? Leave it till later, I think. Thanks, Sam. You're listening to Luton Digital. Get in touch via LutonDigital.com. Game Week Preview. It's that time of the podcast where we look at the upcoming fixtures for the next game week, which is Game Week 32, our first major double game week of the season. I think we've had one or two um, beforehand. But um, first off... The 12.30 game, Fulham-Man City. It's got to be a Man City win here, Steve. I think so. Open open game. Uh, No surprise, I suspect, that we're both playing three City players. It's just how many they'll score and what team he picks. Um, I don't want to... I don't want to spoil the next segment when we reveal our team, Sam, but I will go... I'm going to go big City win. Probably Fulham to score... More of which later. Let's go 4-1 City. Brighton-Southampton, a game of no interest to me because neither of the teams are playing. 3-0 Southampton. South Coast Derby, I suppose. If you like live on the South Coast, you'd be interested in it. Burnley-Wolves, again, little interest. Uh, Wolves have got a double game week and Burnley in better form, but I've not got any players. I could see Jimenez scoring in this one. I think he is a... Player, many managers may be considering, including the um, including the players who have free hitted thirty one. They may still have him and his left over. So, I imagine those mm. of free hits thirty one will have 
Jimenez in this team, 42. Well, if they had him originally. Yes. yes. You're probably right, because Jimenez has come back. Now, Palace-Huddersfield. This is an interesting This is a one. significant game, because Palace played twice. This is what you would think is their home banker. But don't forget, game week 31, everyone loaded up on West Ham players. Think West Ham defenders, including me, thinking that West Ham v Huddersfield is a guaranteed clean sheet and home banker. And Huddersfield wet and stuck three in the Claret's net. Including a player I'd never heard of. We've got two. but Grant. Grant, that's right. He, we granted him two goals. So Palace Huddersfield... This could end 4-3, could it, Sam? Um, I think it might end 1-0 Milosevic penalty instead. I like the look up your jib there. Leicester, Bournemouth. Not I'm not quite sure me, of no. Leicester no. at the moment. I'm probably going to go with a Bournemouth win. Now, United-Watford, uh, a very, very interesting game. Because Watford, in decent form, at Old Trafford, where they're celebrating... The Norwegian getting the permanent deal. So a tough one to call. Don't forget that there was a side recently who went to United and nobody gave him a prayer and it finished 2-2. Lindroff scoring in the last minute of injury time or something. Could to have been, they, were two, they were two down, weren't they? Or something. So I could easily see. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about Watford this week for reasons we'll come on to. Um... Your prediction, Sam. Give us it. Give us it. Give us it straight. I've got to say, I think I think they'll win this one. I think um, the players will be up for it. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's first um, game as permanent manager probably might be a tough one. Two-one United. West Ham Everton. Um. Well, West Ham and Everton are very hard to predict for because mm. West Ham barely scraped. They, West Ham conceded three goals to Huddersfield last week, whereas Everton they beat Chelsea. And I'm probably going to go with an Everton win here. I could also see a draw, but um, yeah, unpredict- unpredictable result. Nice um, prediction there, Sam. And so you've gone. What did you go for? An Everton win, possibly a draw, maybe even a West Ham victory. Um, Just to cover it all. What about match abandoned? <laughs> I think they may play 90 minutes. <laughs> a game of no interest really to either of us though because we haven't got any West Ham or Everton players because it's a double game week. More of which later. On to Sundays. There's hundreds of fixtures to get here through in this game week. It's a big one. Cardiff, Chelsea. I've loaded up on Chelsea. Yes, I... I'm not quite ready to put this game into mystic predictions because I think Chelsea are too good for Cardiff, but it wouldn't surprise me <coughs> if he rests a few players here against Cardiff and they they may struggle a bit, so it may not be high scoring, but I, do, I, do, I think they'll win in the end. And um, next game is half, half, half four on Sunday. Liverpool Spurs... The big game of the weekend, no doubt, uh, 4.30, Sunday 31st, Mothering Sunday, uh, and that's where we'll be in front of the TV, Sam, myself, and Mr Kenilworth, the Labrador Hound, who is once again joining us this evening, but is silently sleeping, he's resting actually, he's not even dreaming tonight, because his tail's not flickering, although we could make him awake but we won't. Oh, good morning. Good evening, Ken. I can see you there. 
Yes, he's just uh, responded. But back to this game, Liverpool-Spurs. I so hopefully see Liverpool winning this just to keep the title race alive. We'll go 2-0, Liverpool triumph. I agree with this. I think Liverpool will win. They're not very good away at the moment, but I think they'll win at home. Mane is on fire right now. And he could be... I, I don't think any Liverpool players will get in my team for this free hit game week, but... um. They may there may be a surprise haul, I think. But... Arsenal Newcastle on Monday. Uh, a lot of people think that Arsenal are going to hammer them here, and the evidence doesn't suggest this because Newcastle have been decent recently. Uh, they got a bad record in London, uh, but there's nothing to suggest that Arsenal are going to get a hatful. Your prediction, Sam? Um, I agree with you, Steve. I don't think Arsenal will smash Newcastle, though they are at home. But probably. 2-1 win for me. But here is where I think this Fantasy League season comes down to the absolute nuts. Four out of these next five games could well determine where the 2019 Premier League champion of Luton Digital is crowned. And these games start with Watford, Watford Fulham. The, the all-important question is, will Watford rest players ahead of their massive FA Cup semi-final? I mean, obviously, they're a small club. They're in a big semi-final. And the rumours are, unsubstantiated, that they will rest players ahead of that Fulham game. Because otherwise, it would be an absolute home banker, wouldn't it, Sam? And you would you would spend big on Delafeu and Deeney and all these Watford regulars. Your view... I think the only Watford player I'd consider is Delafeu, to be completely honest with you. I think he may get into many teams as the fourth midfielder, but there is the risk, of course, of him being rotated and only playing one game, in which case I'm not um, going to consider him. But Well, you're going to get slightly to your team selection, so well, Sam, well, whereas we're at, what we're actually after at this stage in the pod is your prediction of Watford-Fulham. Will they rest players and... Even if they do or don't, will what would the score be? Um, I'm going to go for a um, slightly unpredictable result here. I think this may be a draw. A draw? I just have a feeling it might be a draw. I like the... No real tactical explanation. I like the cut. Here's another interesting one. Wolves, who remind me, are they playing Watford in the semi-final? Um, they are playing... I think I think so, yes. But well, more on this in my um <laughs> how the cats mystic predictions. It's Wolves Wolves uh United. If Wolves rest players it, it, you could say it's a win for United. But Wolves absolutely bossed the recent cup game, Wolves United. So if they play full strength, that's gonna be tight and probably Wolves to win. So let's go draw. Let's go draw. Uh next game, Sam. Chelsea Brighton. I think um, this probably will be a win for Chelsea. Brighton are looking a bit uninspired at the moment. They um, yes, they they did beat Palace away, but I don't think they'll um have any like good um fortunes against. So we're expecting points, Chelsea, Brighton, City, Cardiff. We're expecting big points for yes, City. I'm, there. I'm going to. I'm going to guess, going ahead and guess 6 nil. So those are the ones where you think all the goals will be. And then, and this is very exciting, I was talking to a, a Spurs fan, fan today, 
It's the second one I've found in uh, Milton Keynes. And he is tremendously excited because obviously it's the launch of their new stadium, which is, I don't know if you know this, Sam, but it's opened on time and on budget just a year late. And 62,000 passionate Spurs fans will be in there in Europe's biggest uh, single-seated stand to witness what will they witness. Because when they move into a new stadium, what is the lesson we learn from Spurs fans? They tend to bottle it, don't they? But Spurs Palace... Uh, last five games, Spurs Palace apparently have all finished 1-0. Your prediction, Sam. Put your hat on the line. 1-0 Spurs, Lucky Kane penalty in the um, 68th minute. And I just want to correct you, I think Spurs' new stadium actually holds 62,000, in which case there will be no Palace away fans. So, um, yes. Well, uh, thank you for the correction, Sam. I didn't understand a word of it. But what a game week preview that was. We think the crux of the season rests in these games. Big one, Matthew. This week's big one, Matthew, is Mr. Harold Kane. I sense he will get a penalty at Anfield and a brace or more at home to Palace. Having said that, I have he has not made my Game Week 32 team, so he could come back. To bite me in the bottom. Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction. My Mystic Prediction this week, as I hinted at before, is um, I think Wolves will beat United. I watched that Wolves-United game in the FA Cup. Wolves absolutely dominated United. And I think it could be the same here. I think the Wolves manager does rotate, but I don't think he'll rotate too much. Five days ahead of Wembley. He's got bound to, isn't he, Sam? Um, yes, but um, I don't think he'll rotate too much. And United slightly struggle. Like, they do slightly um, last few weeks, I think, away. I think his issue in the cup, Solskjaer, was he went very, very defensive yes. against Wolves because of his injuries. Apparently, he's got a few back. And I think Wolves will rest players. I think the dynamic will completely change. But... <laughs> Let's not disagree with what Harry is saying. I just want to say I, I don't think United actually have. I don't think United actually do struggle away that much. So maybe I am wrong. Well, they did lose to Arsenal and Wolves away. However, I still think Wolves might somehow beat this United team. Don't want to be too negative. As I am excited for Mister Solskjaer's appointment at Old Trafford. I but... think the mistake Ollie has made. I mean, we're straying slightly off fantasy territory here, Sam. But in the games he's lost at Arsenal and the one at Wolves, is he went he went way too defensive, and if if he's learned a lesson that when you pack that United midfield with with defensive players, and you 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 kind of curb the link to the attack, plus you had injuries. Ken's let out a big sigh there. He's 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 getting a bit bored with this, but. That's where United struggle because the, the the opposition in those two cases got all over them. But let's see. What a fascinating game week it proves to be. My team, your team. Time for the changes, except we're not doing changes this week. We are both using free hit. And I think now we'll take the time to explain our free hit teams. And my team, my free hit team will include um, 
Yes, it'll include free Chelsea, um, free Chelsea, free United, free City, two Palace. Got no. Give us the names, Sam. Give us the names. Um, the free City include Mister Sergio Aguero, Raheem Sterling, and um, Mister Imeric Laporte. Nice for Chelsea. Um. Hazard, Higuain, and um, the recent Chelsea manager in the um, Carabao Cup final, Kepper, and um, in Full United, my man Chris Smalling, um, Pogba, and Rashford, and I've also gone for two Palace in the um, hopes they do well against Huddersfield and somehow score against Tottenham with Schlup and Milosevic in the hopes he gets a penalty. Very good. Very good. Uh, entirely agree with you, Sam, on your free hit. Uh, similar story here. I also have three Chelsea. I have three City. I have three United. And I have two Palace. It's almost as though we live in the same house, isn't it? This uh, symmetry. So I have gone, uh, and I'm going to give you the full names. It doesn't I don't care, Sam Owen, if you're listening and worried about who I've selected. This is the team that you've got to beat. I've got Kepa in goal. The back three will be Schlupp, Smalling and Lindroff. That seems it's, similar to mine. It's a very, it's a bit of a risk playing the two United defenders because they don't keep a lot of clean sheets. But I'm just thinking Watford and Wolves both with their eye on this other uh, thing. And I've got Smalling, we've talked about this before, Sam. There's one goal a game a season and he scores two goals. I've got a feeling it could be this weekend. Hazard, Silva, Milosevic and Sterling across the middle. And then Higuain, Rashford and Aguero up front. On the bench at the moment, I've got Boric, Delefeo, Johnny and Bednarak. But obviously it's a free hit. So I'm going to stick a couple of doublers in for Boric and Bednarak with my 0.6 million left. Just in case, and this is an unlikely scenario... Any one of those top 11 doesn't feature in either game. For instance, Kepa could do his groin in the warm-up tomorrow and not to have a, a substitute reserve keeper who's playing twice would be a massive risk. There's not actually much point having uh, all that many uh, players, you know, 15 players playing twice, but it's a, it's a free hit. The thing I'm worried about, Sam, is I've dropped Pogba. Um, I can't remember if you said to me, that you've got your Pogba in your team. Is he playing for you? Yes, he is. So, you, so that's interesting. I mean, and that could bite me, obviously, if uh, the Pog... But he's obviously back next game week because the free-hit team reverts. So along my team, your team this week, good luck to both managers. Last chance, This week's Golden Gamble, I think it's between... Three players, Mr. Eden Hazard or um, Raheem Sterling or Sergio Aguero. So you got Sterling or Aguero, Sam? Sterling. Sterling, interesting. At the moment, I've got it on Sterling, but I may switch it to Aguero. A lot of the captain polls I've seen this week say 52% going for Aguero uh, over Sterling. I've just got a feeling, because it's the sort of thing, it's an early kick-off... He's run himself into the ground over two England goals where he was magnificent. I just got a feeling he could start at Fulham tomorrow on the bench and we'd be kicking ourselves. Only thing is, Sam, when is the uh, kick-off deadline tomorrow for changing a team? It's 11.30, isn't yeah. it? So 
Could we get a whisper from Craven whether Sterling will be on the bench before eleven thirty? Um. Well, I am not sure, but I think I think um Aguero might get more minutes than Sterling. However, Sterling's in much in very very hot form. Right He's on hot now. form, but is he getting the chances that Aguero gets? That's the question. Um. Yes, I think I would say so. We didn't talk in the previous section, but we're going to throw it in now as a bonus feature for our loyal uh, listeners. Both of us have overlooked Spurs completely in our selections this week. An hour ago, I had Trippier and Kane in my team. They've left, mainly because I'm worried about whether they'll turn up at Liverpool. I know that there will be a good reaction at Spurs in their home game at this magnificent new stadium but you Sam have not picked any Spurs players justify yourself well I don't I think um, it very well could be a 1-0 Spurs game against Palace Palace have a still have quite a bit to play for they just they're all they're, they're not like about to be in danger of being relegated but they still need to do a few more points and um they are pretty good against the top six Palace. I think I still think Spurs will win since they're they've probably got a better side and they're in a new stadium. I think they'll want to make a big win, but it might just be one nil or two nil Spurs. And against Liverpool, I like I said earlier, like I I think it could be a draw or a loss. Famous last words because there are games where they do go, they do free score. But from what I've seen of Spurs this season, I don't think they have the ball, the possession enough to be able to put five or six past a team, even if they have got the best stadium, in inverted commas now, in the in the country, as what, as what all the press have universally reported this week. Obviously, we've got the Legends game going ahead on Sunday, where Spurs Legends play another side. I just want to say, I think um, Spurs have more stadiums now than Premier League trophies and Champions League trophies. That's an awful slur on Spurs, Sam, but entirely correct. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. Into the final segment of the show, and I don't know if you can hear it over the uh, effects mic we've got here in the studio, but uh, Kenilworth the dog is now very firmly in the land of Nod. He's having a beautiful sleep, which features rabbits. So we have to be very quiet, because we don't want to disturb him. He's, uh, we're going to paint a picture for you. He's got his head on a yellow pillow. He's got his four paws very firmly on the sofa. And it's uh, been another quite stressful day in the life of Kenilworth the Labrador. So... An enjoyable pod, Sam. We've covered a lot of ground. Would you like to make a prediction as to who will be leading Luton Digital? And how many points are you hoping for in this game week? I must say I think I'm hoping for over a hundred. I think I think um, this might be the first game week where most of the managers get over 100 points and as for who will be top I think it may be one of Danny Morgan, Sam Owen and you, you, um, your own team Steve one of them but if I had to make a guess I would say that I think Sam Owen may go big this week you think Sam Owen will go big 
Well, good luck to you, Sam Owen. It's been a titanic struggle this season. We're still heading for the closest finish in Luton Digital for 11 years since that magnificent year of 2008 that a lot of us still talk about. From us all here at the headquarters of Luton Digital and from Kenilworth the Hound, a very good night to you. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.